arrive at BBC House. What do you want? We, we have been granted permission, permission, O wise one. <gasps> Pass in peace. Christmas time is here again. An audition will be held at 10 a.m. Wednesday the first in the fluffy rehearsal rooms. Bring your own. Carry on. Over here. Are you 30 then? Next, please. Get one of us for your trousers. Get one of us for your hair. Sitting with me in the studio tonight is a cross-section of British youth. I'd like, first of all, to speak to you, Sir Gerald. Oh, not a bit of it. We had a job to do, Michael. Uh, yes, yes, quite. I don't think you're answering my question. Oh, uh, let me put it this way. There was a job to be done. <laughs> Christmas time is here again. Christmas time is here again. On to the next round. <laughs> In the recent heavy fighting near Blackpool, Mrs. G. Evans of Solihull was gradually injured. She wants, for all the people in hospital, plenty of jam jars by the Ravelers. And here it is. Plenty of jam jars, baby. Plenty of jam jars for you. are you? 32. Never. I am. Get away. I am. Well, what prize have you got your eyes on? I have. Ooh. Well, you've just won a trip to Denver and five others. Oh, thank you. And also, wait for it, you have been elected as independent candidate for Paddington. Oh. Look after yourself. <laughs> Get one of us for your trousers, get one of us for your hair. Theatre Hour is brought to you tonight from the arms of someone new.
Hello, I'm speaking from a cold. Hello, hello, operator. Hello, operator. I've been cut off. I've, I've been cut. Hello, it's an emergency. to thank you for a wonderful year. We'd like to thank you for a wonderful year. Thank you for a wonderful year. Carry, Carry on. on. Look out for yourself. <laughs> Come in. When Christmas time is over and your bunny play is through I'll be bristling to you. All the best from me to you. When the beastie brag on mutton to the hill and little hen, I'll be strutting out my tether to your arms once back again. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone <laughs> Christmas show. That was a little present for Big Joe right there. You know who that was? I think I know what that was, yeah. That was from uh, 1967. Had to be seven. Yeah, the magical mystery Sergeant Pepper's years. That was uh, every year the Beatles put out a 45 that they sent to their fan club. Right. And uh, I happen to have a CD that has a has a whole collection of I think from '64 to '67 or '8, and uh, we thought we'd throw that on for our Beatle man. That's great. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. That, All right. uh, they were getting a little Christmas trippy on that one. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the big Christmas show. This is the Northwest Convergence Zone, and uh, I'm Big D. And I'm here with the uh, the master of the Beatles. He's the one and only. That's Rockter J. Rockter J. Yes. Uh, also, aka also known as Big but Joe. But Big Joe is cool too. So uh, Christmas greetings and salutations from the man cave in the city of Destiny. All decorated up in burnt orange Christmas lights. It's looking good. <laughs> That's right. And of course, Double D, how are you over there? Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Are you getting in the Christmas spirit? Are you getting all festive? And uh, I see you got your uh, your Santa hat on and uh, you got your black boots on. You were playing Santa at the mall? Yeah. Or an yeah. elf? Well, I'm not going to tell anybody because I don't want anybody to see where... <laughs> don't see me or anything. See how right. it, yeah. Keep yeah, it quiet yeah, for yeah, the let's, uh, yeah, yeah, let's not... Because uh, Santa is real. Well, sure. Absolutely. Uh, of course he is, man. He is the man. He still comes to my house. And, of course, Squeeze back there. Merry Christmas to you, buddy. Hey, buddy. Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry Christmas, Wonder Boy. Yep. He is, uh, those are the technical wizards on our show, the guys with the real talent. But, uh, hey, 
Christmas time is here, man. This is like one of my favorite times of the year. Oh, it is you know, for you me get, too. I love it. Get through Thanksgiving, and and that's all fun and everything. But that's just like the warm up. Yes. You know, and then like finally you can put the lights up, you can decorate everything, the music starts playing, and uh, you know you're wrapping gifts and you're fighting people for presents and everything. It's a great time of year. Yeah, and things get uh, busy every weekend. Something's going on. Christmas parties, events, shows to go to. So uh, for all the, uh, hey, did any of you guys go to the Black Friday sales? No, uh, no. Yes, I was there. What? Yeah. Holy! Well, I've done you? that. For the last seven years or so. Who of all the people in the world, I would have never guessed. At Home Depot? You got to be the (laughs) nuttiest dude in the world. Uh, Do they have a Black Friday sale at Lowe's? Actually, they do. No, he's going after after Hot Wheels. Okay, so I go to, I usually go to Fred Meyer's to get their free coffee and donuts. And then then I leave there. No. Wait a minute. Were you, you buying go, anything? Wait, no. You go fight the crowd to get some free donuts? <laughs> yeah. kind of cheap. What but, a cheap, you know. low-down uh, Yeah, that's just what I am. Then I go to... usually have to go for Wonder Boy. I don't... Well, last year, I guess I went... He went with me. But this year, I went by myself, pick up stuff for him. He wants computer stuff, and I went, wait oh, in line for that. What the, a nice dad. You know, that's cool. Stuff. Yeah. Then I go to Sears after that and buy... Tools, craftsman, craftsman, craftsman stuff. Yeah. You know, got myself a couple of knives for myself in case well, I'm losing I, throughout the year. I have never, and no, nor will I ever, do a Black Friday sale. Me neither. Fact, I did it one time, and I said never again. They have done studies. I've read and heard many studies that show that all the sales that they do for Black Friday, they repeat a week before Christmas, and there's no crowds. And that's, then also, I do almost all my shopping online that's as, right. as much as I can. I can get just as good of deals, and it's delivered right onto my porch, and I don't have to go to no mall. That's right. You can get all kinds of good stuff on the interweb. They still have that. <laughs> Do they? As long as it's still up, I'm on it. For Christmas, it's the good interweb, That's right. not it's, the bad interweb. It's truly Santa's helper. <laughs> just be careful what you type in on the Google search. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. You can get, right. so it can get exciting. <laughs> Talk about your candy Talk cane. Talk about Santa baby. <laughs> so, well, you guys, uh, we, I mean, we've all been on this planet for a while. Is the... Uh, you got any fond memories of Christmas? What do you guys do at your household? Uh, Joe, what do you guys do? Do you guys do Christmas on, like, open presents on Christmas Eve? Or do you go to a service and come home and open, do a stocking and then Christmas? So what do you guys do? We, uh, growing up in my family, we always usually went to uh, the late service at church, the candlelight service on yeah. Christmas Eve. Came home, uh, especially as kids, because we were uh, beyond ourselves and going crazy at that point. <laughs> so my mom <laughs> would say, okay, open up one. And uh, there were always a few under the tree to open up for the one on Christmas Eve, but nothing really major because the major stuff was coming on Christmas Day. But did you ever shit? Like, okay, it was similar in my house, so there's like four presents down there. You know, one's socks, one's underwear, right? one's like a pair of slacks or whatever, and there's usually one. Did you shake them to try to get the good one? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did the, the shaking. <laughs> uh, I was always, uh, you know, because I'm the middle well-adjusted kid in my family. And uh, I was your story. I wasn't a snoop, but uh, my uh, brother and sisters were the ones that were exploring before Christmas. Usually, were they ever tearing the corners? Oh, and, they uh, did all that stuff. I uh, said, I don't want to look. I want. I, it's got to be a surprise. Look at good Joe. What a that's good just, boy. Yeah, just I just want to pinch your cheeks right now. 
<laughs> well, I didn't mess with the man. I didn't mess with Santa. That's, because bad, that's bad Santa juju right I was, there. I was always thankful to get something because, you know, during the year there was a lot of questionable circumstances. So I was always a little worried. You were worried about which list you were on? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Switch me over, please. <laughs> yeah, Double D, did you ever do that? Like the last two weeks before Christmas, you like work your hiney off to get on the good list? No, I was always such a good boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, suck up. So Wait what did you guys do at your household? Oh, we, we usually just had a Christmas present to open up Christmas Eve, and then uh, the rest of them open up Christmas Day. And Did you guys go to church on Christmas Eve? Uh, usually not, no. no. No? You guys were we, sinners. Probably, but... <laughs> That's what it's what does that have about, to do though? with anything? <laughs> yes. No, we just stay. So, home. what do you guys I, do now? What do you guys do with Wonder Boy and uh, the rest of the Double D gang? Oh, we just about the same thing. About really, same we thing. just open one present Christmas Eve and then open up the rest of them on Christmas Day. Have you guys ever had a white Christmas? A few. Didn't we have I, something last there's been year? A few. Was it last oh, year? Oh yeah, we've had a couple here. Yeah, but like it in snowed. Because you guys grew up in the Northwest, I didn't. It didn't happen very often. Uh, That's the only, last year was about the only one that I remember. Growing yeah. up in Houston, I had 70 degree weather Christmases. <laughs> That's got And then we Christmas. also had some that were, you know, right around uh, the freezing mark. But we, I don't, we never had a white Christmas Actually, down south. Actually, my experience uh, up here uh, in the Northwest, thanks to our convergence zone, is that uh, probably about half the Christmases have been the typical dreary drizzly. But oh, a lot of times, depressing. we totally luck out on Christmas. And I remember lots of Christmas days when it was actually somewhat sunny out. Yeah, those yeah. are great. Which was nice great. Days. It was like, wow. Yeah, those are nice, man. Because, you know, when it's all said and done and the huge pile of, you know, wrapping papers out and there's no more presents and you guys have had your, your Christmas meal and everything and you sit down and it's gray and drizzly outside and there's always one bozo that's like, who's up for a walk? It's like, out there? Did you oh, say from here to the fridge, maybe? Yeah. Did you say who's up for a drink? <laughs> so do you guys uh, do you guys uh, normally just open them all up as one great big Oh, frenzy, thing? yeah. Frenzy, oh, or do yes. you do one at a time? Uh, well... No, I've been I, both ways. We've done someone plays Santa, but uh, but as kids, you know, in your family, no, nah, it was it was mass confusion. It was yeah. we've done it. It was we, search we and tried destroy. every way. We've done where we've handed them all out and it's one, two, three, go. We've done where you sit around and everybody opens one, which takes ten hours. Yeah. And then we've done <laughs> yeah. where it's like everybody opens one at all at once, and then you everybody opens the next one. And I don't know if there's ever really a good way to do it because if you open them, if it's just this mass confusion, you don't even know who it's from, right? Your mom's yelling at you, "What's that tag say? <laughs> that who's that from?" You, I don't know. It's already you know you're on to five more. Uh, I think that's from Grandma and Grandpa. Oh yeah, okay, you know. <laughs> Right, you right. don't care. Yeah, I always hate, hated the Christmases when I had some twin, if people don't know that. Uh, I always had to sit back to back with my brother because we'd get the same present <laughs> and we'd have to open them at the exact same time, but we couldn't look at each other. And I was like, this is stupid. That is lame. Just let us open them facing each other. What's the difference? So crappy pr <laughs> crappy Christmas presents. You guys ever get some just total crappy Christmas presents that you're like, who, who was thinking what? A few disappointments. I remember yeah. once I got a uh, plastic letter holder. Is <laughs> <laughs> that was, a white elephant gift? No, Yay. it was an actual, like, I was supposed to be real grateful and thankful and go give him a big hug. And it was one of those letter holders that you 
put up in your kitchen that has three slots the in it. The out box. Yeah, and it was totally plastic and really cheesy, and I was like, this How old were you? As a kid, was it? No, this was like in college. Oh, okay. Well, well that's a little better. I'm thinking, you know, yeah, like a, a seven-year-old. <laughs> the best present? What's the best present? Can you get you off the top of your head? For Rock'em, sock'em, robots. That, nice. That's a great present, but for me as a kid... Always a bike. Yeah, a bike. bikes were good. The bike was the best. I remember one year we got a trampoline. That was really big time. And uh, then I would say uh, another time for Christmas. I Wow. I mean, I remember one I got to Star Trek. It was, a, um, it was the Enterprise, and it was on this, like, line. And you had a controller, and it would go around in circles, and Spock and everybody was down below, and you could lower and lift it and pick them up beam them up yeah beam them up huh. that was very cool i wish i still had that thing's probably worth quite a bit now yeah but uh yeah christmas is great man so but when you were kids uh we were really part of the maybe second generation of tv kids where the the all the classics they call them classics now but to us they were brand new right you know a lot of the the commercials and the the tv shows were going on so i did some research i went back and I pulled out some commercials from Christmas time, and I think these kind of represent a little bit of uh, while we were. The first one is a little earlier, but I thought it was too funny to pass up. And this is from the 60s, and (laughs) this is for Lucky Strike. Nice box of smokes under the tree. Friends, here's a wonderful Christmas gift for anyone who smokes because it says, Merry Christmas and Happy Smoking. 200 times. Yes, 10 packs of those better tasting Luckies. All done up for Christmas in a beautiful carton created just for Lucky Strike by the famous designer, Mr. Raymond Loy. It'll look so bright and colorful under your Christmas tree, and it's such a welcome gift to anyone who enjoys a good smoke. Because you know, smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And the fact of the matter is, Luckies taste better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. That's why you can't go wrong if you remember your friends with these colorful Christmas cartons of Lucky Strike. Be happy, go lucky for Christmas gifts this year. Yeah, so give yourself, give all your friends a, a nice pack she of cans. She surprise. Now you guys I don't get Lucky Strikes anymore. I get box of nice stogies. Stogies, right. yeah. Yeah, Wonder yeah. Boy's probably never heard a commercial about cigarettes. No, ever. Have no. you ever heard that? No, no, I You've can't. Imagine my my parents were smokers, and I remember at Christmas time the cigarette cartons with the Christmas uh, ribbon Wreath designs and things on them. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, so I thought that was good. Well, this next one and this one really harkens back to I remember when this commercial hit, and this was before they actually had the plastic potato that came with it, and this is the uh, first commercial for the Mister and Missus Potato Head. Hey, it's Hasbro. Hasbro makes toys. What's new, Hasbro? Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head with their own cars and trailers. That's what's new. See, Mr. Potato Head has a car and boat trailer. And there's a car and shopping trailer for his wife, Mrs. Potato Head. It's such fun to do and so easy. Like this. Take any fruit or vegetable. Just stick in eyes, then ears, and then the mouth. You can make the funniest-looking people in the whole world. Potato Head people look different every time you make them. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head with cars and trailers come in one and two-dollar sizes. What else is new, Hasbro? 
A vanity case with toy cosmetics and beautiful accessories and real-looking doctor and nurse kits. Hasbro makes great toys. It's fun to play with Hasbro. <laughs> well, I had yeah. no idea that they two actually put them in. dollars for that thing? Yeah, that or, was the Well, they had the dollar kit and the $2 kit. Oh, yeah. man, that's probably worth 10 bucks now or 20 yeah. Oh, more than that. If you had the original Potato Head, Mr. and Mrs. Potato yeah. Head uh, accessories, because there was no, the plastic potato. I didn't that, know that. I that had, you know, that has the butt that the... opens, you can st stuff it all inside. No, it was just the eyes and stuff, and I remember that. You would stick so them how on. Many, how much spoiled fruit and lots. vegetables are in people's rooms? You had to beg your mom after a while. Can, Can I, I have a potato? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but they're for dinner. There were uh, there were great commercials, and there have been some really fun commercials down through the ages, and some really crap. I mean, to me, one of the things I really hate the most about the Christmas time are the stupid jewelry commercials and the dumb car commercials. Car commercials, right? You know, like who gets a brand new Lexus for Christmas with a bow <laughs> on top, and the 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 stupid. Um, those commercials for the jewelry and stuff, they are so pathetically bad. Yeah. You know, the dumb idiot who's ska skating and he falls over and he gives his wife the earrings and it's all... I mean, just retarded. It's just <laughs> like, I can't stand those. But there's been great commercials and you brought one up earlier when we were talking. What was that? The, the Oh, the, uh, the, the Norelco Santa Claus. Yeah, that's a one classic one. But this one, I think, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people... Uh, probably latch on to this one this was one of the greatest commercials that ever came down the pipe and it was the coca-cola commercial the i'd like to teach the world to sing So anyway, that was a uh, that was the one where they formed the Christmas tree, and you know, was, especially if you go back and watch, if you watch that commercial, they all had the '70s haircuts, right. with the lamb chop sideburns, that's right, peace, and the afros through Coke. Yeah. The next time someone's up in your grill, just give them a Coke. That's right. Hey, all will be it all, everything it mellows out, and they all get happy. Because back then, I think they had Coke and Coke. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't snow falling down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I thought we'd go through some, uh, there's some interesting things about this time of year. There's lots of traditions that we celebrate and lots of things that we do that I don't think we often think about why we're doing them. You know, we put up Christmas tree, there's a Christmas wreath. A lot of times uh, we send out Christmas cards, even if it's an e-card, it all started with a Christmas card. So I thought we'd throw out some facts and, and stuff about how some of these things got started and I'm gonna go I'm gonna start off with the Christmas carols a lot of times we go you get a group together you go Christmas caroling I know the churches do that and sometimes you know you have a little party and you break out in some songs well that actually began as an old English custom called wassailing 
Ooh, and they would toast their neighbors for long life. And it carried over here with the pilgrims. Also, the Christmas tree <laughs> became popular in the UK. What are you laughing at? We wassail all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Not waffle. Oh, yeah. Wassail. That's what I meant. <laughs> We're toasting all the time. But the Christmas tree actually became popular around uh, 1841 when Prince Albert over in the UK. In a can. Yeah. He, is he still in a can? <laughs> I think so. You better let him out. <laughs> he put up a tree at Windsor Castle, and he was actually following a German tradition. Fir trees have been decorated at Christmas time in Germany since the 8th century. And uh, can you imagine back in those days that then when they were lighting them up, they were putting candles on them? No kidding, man. <laughs> it's just... But they were in castles. Yeah, right. So what's so, going to burn down? One room, no big might, deal. You know, the tree might go up. It's send a good in, way to get rid of the tree at the end of the year. Send in the servants and then fire it up. Let them wassail. So do you guys ever, do you guys ever see the bags of the gold coins? You know, do you ever get those in your stockings, gold coins? Um, yeah. I always thought that had to do with the um, the gifts of the Magi. Right. You know, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Actually, not. No? Gold-wrapped chocolate coins commemorate St. Nicholas, who gave bags of gold coins to the poor. Nice. Yeah, I did not know that. And at gold at over $1,000 an ounce right now, St. <laughs> Nick, you know what I well, want. We don't, yeah, we don't get bags of coins now. <laughs> we get chocolate coins. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and uh, I thought this was interesting. In 1999, a uh, resident of the state of Maine built the largest snowman ever, 113 feet tall. Whoa, he must have been using scaffolding and the yeah, whole nine yards. Yeah, I didn't see a picture what of it. What year was that? That was in 99. 99, yeah, okay. So pretty well, recently. It might have been beat, by, but I don't think so. That's, pretty, that's all I could find. That is... Amazing. How tall was that? That was 119 feet tall. Holy tomato. 113 feet. That's a long ways up. That's a huge snowman. That is. How big the base must have been? Huge. Yeah. That's. I think some heavy equipment was involved. In I can't, I think I so can't too. get a five foot snowman to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> Things falling over. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, here's one that I like the uh, first eggnog, which I'm not an eggnog fan, but a lot of people like it. Made in the United States was consumed in Captain John Smith's 1607 Jamestown settlement. So, wow! Uh, and I think I still have some of that. <laughs> it's still fermenting. <laughs> it's still ready. Uh, it's almost ready. Yeah. Okay. Each year, 30 to 35 million real Christmas trees are sold in the United States alone. Uh, 21,000 Christmas tree growers in the United States, um, and the trees usually grow for about 15 years before they are sold. And uh, you know the national Christmas tree in Washington D.C. I think Washington's been the national Christmas tree. It's come from Washington a few times. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot been of a, times. I think it's been a few years since we've uh, uh, had it. It's been usually from somewhere well, on the east on coast. On that note, the world's tallest Christmas tree, 221 feet high, was erected in a Washington shopping mall in 1950. Washington State? No, D.C. D.C.? That's I'm sure wow. it, was, it might have been from here, but 221 feet that is... What, they'd stick it through the ceiling? <laughs> I guess. Outdoor mall or something. Wow. So now, when you say the Christmas plant, the red and green plant, yeah. do you say poinsettia or poinsettia? I've heard both. I say poinsettia. Yeah, poinsettia. I do too. Yeah, it seems a little more manly. I say plant. <laughs> that red plant. <laughs> yeah, well, get, bring that over here. Yeah, why do we have that? Uh, well, it was named after Joel R. Poinsett, an American minister to Mexico, and he brought the red and green plant back to America in 1828. 
1828 uh, that had something to do with Mexican independence and and I don't know tequila. It's it's close. <laughs> it's close to the Alamo time. Though. Burritos. So, I don't know. So we've had poinsettias for La Taco Bell that long. <laughs> That's, wow. When Taco Bell was founded. All right, you got another one. Uh, go ahead, give us one more, and then we'll head on to something else. Okay, we'll I like this you. one. In the Middle Ages, Christmas celebrations were rowdy and raucous, a lot like today's Mardi Gras parties. What do you mean, like Mardi Gras? It's like my Christmas celebrations now. (laughs) (laughs) And there was actually, you'll get to it later, there's actually, when you get to it, you'll tell us uh, Christmas was banned for a little while because it got so rowdy. It was banned in Boston? Yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah, it was banned. We'll get to it, but let's. we got some some Christmas birthdays. We do. That we got to get to. And uh, these were people who were actually born on Christmas. Christmas Day. Yeah. Which, you got to think about it, it could kind of be rough. That would be uh, December 25th. You December get, 25th. Yeah. The day. I knew a guy who was had his birthday on Christmas, and his folks were really cool. They actually uh, did his birthday in June. Because, <laughs> you, you know, I mean. So he could have all hosed. the attention. and Yeah, you get hosed at him. Christmas. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you do? That, that would suck. But anyway, so, well, these poor saps right here <laughs> were born on Christmas Day, besides our Lord Jesus. That's right. And he is the reason for the season. But Ricky Absolutely. Henderson, famous baseball player, he's going to be 50. And part-time jerk. Yeah. At times. At times, but he was a good player. He was. Also, Sissy Spacek. Great actress. Coal Miner's daughter. Excellent movie, and she could go all carry on you. And, yeah. Uh, oh, carry. Yeah. Carry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buckets watch, of pig blood. Watch out for the pig's blood. Yeah, that's not hip at Christmas. That wasn't a very Christmas thing to do. It wasn't. She's going to be 59. And then, of course, this guy who's all about the uh, latitudes and the longitudes, <laughs> the uh, fins and the sharks, Mr. Jimmy Buffett. That's right. I think it's Christmas all the time for Jimmy. He's going to be uh, 62. Hey, Margaritaville. And a great author, by the way. Yep. You should read some of his books. He is a very fine author. And, so those uh, are birthdays of the some celeb birthdays on the twenty fifth. That's right. That's the Jimmy Buffett Corporation. He's kind of like Kiss in the Man, marketing. No, department. he markets everything. All right. Well, from beyond, uh, one of the all time great science fiction writers. The guy was a genius. Yes. Uh, talk about smoking the lucky cigarettes at Christmas because Rod was. Uh, he was born December twenty fifth in nineteen twenty four. The creator of the Twilight Zone, as well as Night Gallery. Rod Serling. Yeah. Oh, man. Incredible Missed guy. that guy. Incredible. Uh, December 25th, 1899, uh, one of the all-time great actors. Uh, tough guy, could play all the roles. In fact, he is in a Christmas movie uh, that's on some top ten lists. It's called We're No Angels, uh, where they're escaped convicts, but they have hearts of gold. That would be the bogey, Humphrey Bogart. 109 years old uh, on Christmas Day. And then last but not least, uh, the next time you hit a golf ball and it uh, heads up into the sky (laughs) and (laughs) comes down, it's because this guy was sitting under a tree a long, long time ago. Four. (laughs) Yeah. Mine usually continue into the stratosphere. Uh, December 25th, 1642. Sir Isaac Newton, and he would be 366 <laughs> years old if there was no gravity. Double D, you going to make it that long? <laughs> no. I wonder how old Santa is. Santa's yeah, he's be old up there. Man. Yeah. Well, uh, here's some more Christmas uh, holiday facts. The first president to decorate the White House Christmas tree 
was Franklin Pierce. That's right. I think Chevy Chase says that in uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And can you guess <laughs> when electric lights for trees were first used here in the States? Uh... It's got to be back after Ed Edison first got electricity going. 1895. I think that's about the time. Yeah. yeah. And It's a Wonderful Life appears on TV more often than any other holiday movie. Although it's been around longer, but I, I'm going to guess that A Christmas Story gives it a run. It does. It, for me, it does. Because on TBS, they play it like for a week straight nonstop. Yes. So I think he's making a move. All right. And now we referred to this earlier. Back in the uh, Puritanical times from 1659 to 1681, those Puritans, they knew how to throw a party. Oh, they got out of control, <laughs> man. Those pointy hats and buckles. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> celebration of Christmas was outlawed, banned in Boston, and lawbreakers were fined five shillings. What's that equal to in our dough now? That's about probably 200 bucks. <laughs> Whoa! 200 bucks if you were caught celebrating Christmas. Beyond my normal going broke in December, I'd really be broke. And what would con what would constitute celebrating Christmas? Like if you hummed a carol? <laughs> That's right. You know, I mean, what if they walked in your house and you had a holly wreath? Well, or if you were wassailing. <laughs> <laughs> you bet you got fined for wassailing. Speaking of wassailing, <laughs> you know that Jingle Bells was first written for Thanksgiving? No. And then became one of the most popular Christmas songs of all time. Huh. It was actually a Thanksgiving song. Wow. Yeah, listen to the lyrics next time. Also, if uh, you received all of the gifts in the song from the 12 Days of Christmas, right. you would you would receive 364 presents. Okay, but uh, every year they say what the cost of it is. I uh, did not get the cost. Yeah, because every year it, it goes, goes up. up. Well, of course. And I'm trying to, Have you ever got 364 presents in your life? No. I don't no. even know if combined I've gotten 300. I don't know. I don't mind, but I don't want 12 turtle doves. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got enough cream on my shoulder. I don't know 12. Well, you know, there's a common belief that poinsettia plants are toxic or poisonous. Not true. Not true? No. They're okay. They're okay. And so in 18... If, uh, oh, go ahead. So if Snots uh, is over uh, eating one, <laughs> yakking You're on okay. a bone, he's okay? Yeah, he's fine. All don't right. worry about it, you know. The berries, the holly berries are... No, don't do those. Yeah, don't do those. You, you might see Santa. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 1843, A Christmas Carol, the story, was written by Charles Dickens in just... Six weeks. Six weeks. That's moving for an author, and it's a huge, it's a thick book, man, and it's a total classic. It that is. is amazing. And uh, a ghost story, really? Yeah, it's about a, yeah, it's a ghost story. That's yeah. what they say about the uh, Jim Carrey version. Is they really I concentrate heard, on the ghost? I'm going part to of see it. that. I am going to see that. The uh, first state to recognize Christmas as a holiday officially was uh, Nevada. Alabama. <laughs> the good folks of Alabama finally did something right. They were Sweet the very home. first one. Good job, Alabama. All right. This one I like. Uh, Rudolph, the most famous reindeer of all, was the product of Robert L. May's imagination in 1939. The copywriter wrote a poem about the reindeer to help lure customers into the Monkey Ward department store. Remember the, Monkey Wards? No, I thought you were making a play on Montgomery Wards. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's what oh, people call geez. it. Monkey Wards. I never heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard that? Yep, I've heard that. Why would Monkey you call it Monkey Wards? Yeah, just to be crazy. Me? Yeah, just, oh. to, just to be contrary. Well, the, you know that Christmas became a national holiday in the U.S. on June 26, 1870. Great. So that's, uh, that's kind of wild that they would make it a national holiday in June. 
Yeah. But uh, Coca-Cola was the first beverage company to use Santa for a winter promotion. I heard that they uh, Coke actually is credited to make Santa who he is now because of that. Yeah, the the, the rosy, happy, because Father Christmas Santa in the, U, in the UK is very thin. Yeah. And if you go around the world, Santa is not such a nice guy. There's some some parts of the U.S., especially in like the Nordic countries and stuff, where Santa's kind of a brute. <laughs> they threaten their kids with Santa. If, he, if, they, if they don't behave, he'll come down with six or eight black guys and take you away. And then there's another one where if you're not careful, Santa will, uh, if you don't put sho- like uh, fruit and stuff in your shoes, he'll come and kidnap you and take you off and give you a good whooping and bring you back. They threaten kids with Santa right, around right, the world. Yeah, yeah the Father Christmas uh Version. Yeah, you should check out Neil Sedaris's uh, story about the the Santa with the uh, and it's funny because it they don't know if it's six, seven, or eight black guys, but it's six or eight. They will always say that, and I can't remember what country it is, but that's a hilarious read. David Sedaris wrote a long story about this Santa that comes in with his six or eight black guys and will haul you out. <laughs> you've, been bad. you've been bad. Yeah, you don't go to bed on time. And also, I thought this was interesting that uh, in Mexico, wearing red underwear on New Year's Eve is said to bring new love and up in the upcoming year. Well, duh. <laughs> hey, I got a, I got a fact here. Uh, one boy brought up. We're talking about twelve days of Christmas. You said three hundred and how many gifts? Oh, man, now i got to pull that back okay. out. Yeah, just off the top of your head. 364. How much do you think that would cost? In today's dollars? In today's dollars. <sighs> I thought uh, last year it was up to like $300,000 or something. $78,000. Oh, $78,000. $78, you could buy a Lexus with a bow on it. Man, she's <laughs> really got to be your true love for seventy-eight grand. You well, got one any more beat-up car. Uh, I got one last one that I thought was pretty good. Uh, of course, they're always out there on the corner ringing the bell with a red pot, and uh, you can a either... red pot, red yeah, pot, red pot, is that double D. <laughs> That's right. What's that? Some Mexico red? He's the expert on uh, that category. <laughs> Where do you get that stuff? Well, when it gets hot, it turns red. <laughs> and then, of course, you feel like Mr. Scrooge. You're Scrooge. a jolly Christmas boy, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, but you feel like Mr. Scrooge if you stiff him, so it's always good to have you know some change in your pocket. Uh, the Salvation Army has been sending Santa Claus-clad donation collectors into the streets since the 1890s. Wow. Well, you know that the first Christmas card was designed in 1843 by J.C. Horsley. I thought and it was the first, Hallmark. Yeah, well, he probably ended up uh, making uh, forming Hallmark. I don't know. The first postage stamp to commemorate Christmas was issued in... Australia ah. in 1937. And also, the definition of a white Christmas in the UK is for a single snowflake to be observed falling in the 20, within the 24 hours of the December, fin- December 25th. And that counts. And that counts as a white Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a Seattle white Christmas. If Absolutely. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then also, this will be our last of the uh, fun, uh, fun facts for Christmas. U.S. scientists calculated that Santa would have to visit. Wait, not would have to. He does. This is what Santa right. does. This is what he does. He visits 822 homes a second. That is moving. To deliver all the world's presents on Christmas Eve, traveling at 650 miles a second. A second. 
That's cruising, baby. Shanna's an alien. No wonder yeah. Tim uh, Tim Allen was all stressed out. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's go into uh, this day in rock. There's some. Uh, there's there's a cool uh, cool this day in rock for yeah. the December 25th. Yeah, this is a good one, and uh, it wasn't too long ago that uh, this woman uh, passed away, December 25th, 2008. Um, American actress, singer, and cabaret star. Ever been to a cabaret? Yeah. Really? I have. They're making a comeback. Okay. What, I, what are they? I don't even really know what they are. It's just like a it's like a like Broadway show. Like that Zanzani thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's a burlesque. I mean, burlesque was a little bodier, but a cabaret was just dancers and musicians and... Good to know. Double D was in it. Good to know. No. We'll to, yeah, we'll have to take Double D to one way. <laughs> uh, anyhow, this is the great. They Earth. might mistake it for the Usher. <laughs> anyhow, this is the great Eartha Kitt. She died from cancer at her Connecticut home at the age of 81. Uh, known for this song, uh, 1953 Santa Baby, uh, the all time best Catwoman. And this is the best version. This, yeah. I've heard Madonna do it. No, I've heard lots her. of people do this. It's, it's her. Without a doubt. Yeah. The best version ever. And if you're ever in front of the roaring fire, say on Christmas Eve with your sweetheart, and the song comes on and she starts singing it into your ear, you know, good things might happen. Maybe Christmas will come early. Little mistletoe. <laughs> That's right. Little wassail. Yes. A little Patron. That's right. <laughs> well, in my case, a lot of Patron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we miss Eartha Kitt. She was the best uh, of the Catwomen. So let's do uh, let's do a quick countdown of some of the best Christmas rock and roll songs. All right. Well, I'll try to do this uh, quickly. We'll go from uh, top to bottom, or excuse me, bottom to top. Uh, number ten, Everett Boy. This uh, I, I should quickly say that this list is com- compiled by. A stoner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the the Rockter J top ten rock and roll Christmas songs. Number exclusively. 10. Here exclusively for the Northwest Convergence Zone. Zone. Yes. Uh, number ten, Kenny Loggins. Please celebrate me home. Yeah. I, I love that song. Great song. And like I said, an Everett guy. Uh, had to get a Beatle in there. Number nine, Happy Christmas. War is over. John Lennon. It actually says it credits Yoko, but I left her off. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, number eight. The so Eagles. you provided the scream at the end. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and then Christmas wasn't happy. Oh. Uh, the Eagles. I love this version. It's a great version, kind of bluesy. Uh, Please come home for Christmas. Uh, number seven uh, from South of the Border. Uh, taught me how to say Merry Christmas in Espanol, that language that comes from Spain, Double D. Uh, Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. Although Elvez does a good version of that. Who does? Elvez. Elvez. Okay, well, speaking of Elvez, uh, Elvis, number six, Blue Christmas. Yes. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree. Now, this song, number five, this is a rockin' Christmas song. I like it because it's about... Uh, Hoodlums beating up on uh, Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> no offense, Santa, but it's kind of funny. Father Christmas by the Kinks. Yeah. Uh, number four, the uh, one of the originators of rock and roll in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, of course. Chuck Berry, Run Run Rudolph. Great tune. Love that song. Number three, saw this guy play this live. It was the end of his tour at the Coliseum in Seattle a few years back. Lots of years back, actually. 
Uh, it's the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Santa Claus is coming to town, to town with Clarence Clemens wearing a red suit and a Santa Claus Perfect. hat doing the ho, ho, ho. Yes. Uh, number two, what was he doing? Ho, ho, ho. Oh, he was doing the lip. Yeah, the, well, the, the part. Yeah, yeah. He, would do he wasn't the doing the ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, who knows what happens backstage? Uh, just clarifying. <laughs> I don't uh, want our audience to get confused. <laughs> uh, number two, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree with Brenda Lee. Of course. Great Christmas song. Uh, I remember that song coming on the radio when it was brand new when I was a kid, which tells you how many Christmases I've seen. Uh, number one, greatest Christmas song I think of all time. I love hearing it. I never get tired of it. Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helm. Yes. A couple of uh, honorable mentions. Christmas with the Devil, Spinal Tap. <laughs> That's a good one to play, right? before the candlelight service <laughs> yeah, as people are entering the church <laughs> yeah no I'm just kidding okay <laughs> hey I guess you know we everybody gets a shot at Christmas I don't know that's right but, sounds like uh, you've had way too many shots of something <laughs> we're just all right. well before before we go uh, we have to do the top 10 movies yes and this is um this is a list compiled by us. I think we kind of agreed on it, and um, it's uh, Christmas has rapidly become a movie machine. Yes. Uh, lots of Christmas movies come out, and most of them are real sappy and kind of crappy. Is there anything coming out Christmas-oriented this year? Mm, I think there's some, you know, Hallmark Christmas stuff. There's you know some, what I mean in the theaters. Not that I've seen yet, but I'm I, sure it'll hit if uh, it's going to happen. Okay. But All right, well, the first one is Bill Murray's... Uh, version of uh the classic christmas tale the uh this is scrooged it was good <laughs> bill get funny again <laughs> It's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer, we, we, we smile a little easier, we, 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 we share a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's yeah, really so a sort of a that's uh, Bill Murray and Scrooge. Scrooge yeah. That was a great movie. That was um, that was one of those first where they used a lot of the newer technology at the time of the special effects. Very cool, especially for the ghosts. Yeah, the Christmas. ghosts and yeah. So uh, who what was the guy's name that ran, that did the cab? Uh, Buster Poindexter. Right, yeah, right. Good times. All right. Well, the next one up is of course the classic White Christmas. And I think the next one on the list would have to go to Will Ferrell. And that would be... Elf! Wow. Elf! Elf was good. What's this? This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. 
It's time for the announcement. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! <laughs> Santa here? I know him. I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the children. Yeah. Just keep your receipts. 10 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. Yes. Can you sign this for me? <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, anyway, that's a classic <laughs> moment from Elf. I believe the next one on our list, uh, this goes down in uh, history as one of the greatest of the animations, too. This was a year without Santa Claus. Hell yeah. And? One of the best songs ever to come out of a Christmas movie. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. What was that stop claymation, that animation Mr. stuff? Very, right, very right, cool stuff. Yeah, the California raisins. Yeah. <laughs> and not to be outdone, uh, by, you know, if this is all in our kids' growing up wheelhouse, you gotta, you gotta bring in Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas and is there classic. Who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Linus. Walking to the stage. <laughs> Lights, please. <laughs> Action. <laughs> and there were in the same country shepherds. Abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So I wonder if they would catch flack for putting that on these days. I mean, yeah. I know they put it on, but you, that's a pretty bold uh, message right there. For they, they might, but I'm telling cartoon. you. What, what was uh, the Peanuts Christmas special, 66, 67, the yeah, first time? Like, I, and I know I remember it was being promoted, commercials about it. and Dolly Madison. It, Dolly Madison Cakes, watching it the first time. Absolutely. Oh, it was great. It was born in your town, town of David? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and also, also, we should go back to uh, Charlie Brown Christmas and... Uh, when they're getting ready to put on the Christmas uh, spectacular, look at the stage directions. Yeah. When Charlie gives the stage directions. <laughs> That's good, too. <laughs> All right, well, the next one up on our list of 10 is The Miracle on 34th Street. How oh, yeah. can you not like that one? Santa Claus is coming to town. I intend to prove that Mr. Kringle is Santa Claus. And he's turning it upside down. The original oh, one. Oh, you don't believe not the Not the modern you? ones. Now no. coming your way for the holidays... Starring Maureen O'Hara and John Payne, oh, Natalie Wood, yeah. and Edmund Gwen. And a very Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Mr. Kringle. And the same to you. Miracle on 34th Street. Miracle on 34th Street, always a classic. You know, that's always great, on the TV. Great, great, great ending. And then this one, I know a lot of people put this on the top of their list, but it's a wonderful life. Every time a bell rings, <laughs> an angel gets his wings. Yeah, what a... That's right. That's right. Yeah, George Bailey, man. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a classic. It still is a tearjerker. And know? you know, when uh, Jimmy Stewart uh, made that movie, he had just come back from serving in World War II. Yeah, so it was really meant a lot to him. And uh, that was, you know, they they almost didn't make that. 
and they, they did it on a shoestring budget. Nobody was going to pick it up. Uh, they, they really had a struggle with that, and it's become one of the landmark films of all time. Absolutely. All right, our next one is another classic from the Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole <laughs> Christmas, the animated one, yes. not the Jim Carrey one. The Grinch hated Christmas, the whole Christmas season. Oh, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. They'll stand hand in hand, and those fools will start singing. Welcome, welcome, Christmas Day is in our I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. And you guys know whose voice that is? Stop Christmas from coming. I think I know coming. his name. Dory wants an interview with him. It's Boris Karloff. No, Boris Karloff is the voice of the Grinch. Oh, oh that's the right. Guy that sings the, the guy that sings a different a, guy. He's the guy who did uh, Tony, Frosted Flakes. Yeah, Tony, Tony the, the Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, all right, well, we're down to the top two. And, of course, uh, you got to bring in Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. Christmas Vacation. Oh, I love it. Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe <laughs> emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Oh. <laughs> hey, Clark. <laughs> Save the dick for me, Clark. Yeah, man. That's a, have you guys seen that? Have you, uh, you're, no. oh, oh, wow. Oh, I Craig? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. That's a Christmas classic, man. Oh, I love that All right, movie. but uh, come on, folks. There's no comparison to the number one movie. Uh, not, there, no. When this, I remember, it, here's the story the on this one. When this thing first hit the theater, it was actually not that popular. It did okay. Right. But it was it was here and gone, and then when they released it on video, it caught fire, and that's thus began the whole progression of a Christmas story. Oh, shoot your eye out! I can't put my arms out. <laughs> I triple dog dare you. Ah, fragile. <laughs> it must be Italian. Oh, fudge. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? You shoot your eye out? No, oh, I'm a fisher bread and a carbonation. Do you want to get rid of my leg rifle? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> <laughs> No better Christmas movie ever. It encapsulates childhood, family, the whole the whole mess, the Plus, whole insane process. What I like a lot about a lot of those older movies too is it's Christmas at a simpler time. Yeah. A little the pace was a little slower. You know, Christmas didn't start at Halloween. No. Um, like it does now. And And it, in, like in that movie where they go get the Christmas tree and they haggle about it and they bring it home and you know, I mean, it's just, it was. It was a slower time. The old man worked. Mom stayed home. Yep. You know, you just couldn't wait for Christmas to get there. It, it was, was good family time. It was a good right. family good time. And, we, time. and, you know, we try, try hard to make that 
happen these days, but everything's so fast now. But, you know, we're about to wrap this up. And uh, speaking of family, I, I'm, I see you guys as family. We're all family in this Northwest Convergence Zone show here. And uh, I got a little surprise for everybody. Uh-oh. So uh, Santa came early. Nice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hand these out, and you guys have to you have to open them on the air. Uh, can you pass this over to Craigster? Double D is gonna Dang. hand this envelope over there. I wasn't prepared. Uh, this one is <laughs> me for, either. Uh, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Uh, I'll tell you guys we're gonna open these in order. There's a little order to the rock. Dr- oh, here's Double D. And hang on a second. This is for the Rockter J. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank so, uh, what we're gonna do here is, I want you guys to. We're gonna start with the Rockter. All right. It is Christmas time. It's festive time, and it's you know Santa. <laughs> not, Santa was good this it's year. Not festivus. Not festivus. <laughs> festival. Festival seating for everybody. All right. So you want me to open the card first? Yeah, no, you don't have to. You can open that later. These guys have to open their card. Okay, you actually, so, you actually got a gift. Hold on. As you can see, I went overboard on the packaging. All right, yeah. It's a brown. He, he, <laughs> it's a brown liquor bag. He wraps like all guys wrap. <laughs> at least That's the only way to do it. At least I didn't put duct tape on it. All right. So. Oh, man, nice. 40 years of the Rolling Stone digital archive. Cover to cover. Awesome. Do you have to have a decent computer to run this? We're working on that for you. <laughs> that, that is every single Rolling Stone magazine. It used to. For 40 years, nice. cover to cover, and it has archives everything, so you can just go if you want a certain, you know, like article. You type that in Van Morrison. You are. I used to read it cover to cover, subscribe for years. Well, who who else but the Rockter deserves that? that That's is a great fantastic. All That's right. all right. Yeah. All right. So. Thanks, uh, Big D. Merry Christmas. I appreciate. Merry it. Christmas to you. All right, Double D, you're up next. I'm up next. Yeah. See. He's slowly opening that big package I got him. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Craftsman tools. Don't huh? cut yourself on the uh, uh, on the tape. Okay, it's got the leg lamp from The Christmas Story. Yes. <laughs> and we actually have a real leg lamp yeah, here right in here in the studio. Uh, studio here. We need to turn it on That's right, right now. We, How come uh, it's not yeah, on? Wonder Boy, can you turn on the lamp with our, right. our Christmas lights? It's always here, so it's Christmas all year long in That's a man right. cave. So it's my major award. <laughs> That's right. I got a, a uh, gift card to my favorite uh, place to go. I go there... Usually at least once a day. Sometimes I've been there, I think the, the most liquor store. Five times a day. <laughs> Deja vu? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's not Deja vu. Oh, no, no, no. no. But Wonder Boy, close your ears on that one, Wonder Boy. <laughs> yeah. It's no. a gift card to Home Depot. It's oh, my, right. It's uh, my favorite store. I shop there regularly. You know. So, yeah. So, yeah. all right, Craigster, you're up. Okay. He's slowly opening the. Uh, yeah, I got the mystery, leg lamp too. The mystery hey, envelope. I got the leg lamp and everyone. Oh, heck yeah! I can use this movie card, gift card, right on. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. I know you like the theater. Oh like yeah. The movie, so uh, love Merry to Christ- take the family to go watch a good movie. Merry Christmas to you, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, so Wonder Boy, uh, now you can open your card. There should be uh, uh, something in there for you. Hey, it's, an, it's actually a different card. Yeah, oh. check that. What's it say on there? I triple dog to Og Dare You, and it has the picture from on the uh, 
Christmas story where he ha- has his tongue on the uh, pole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the inside it says, uh, "To have a merry Christmas." Yeah. What'd you get? Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's in there? Um. Air. What? Um. There's nothing in there. Did he get a lump of coal? <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> I got a rock. <laughs> well, um, oh. well, this is the big moment of the show. Yes. This is a um, Wonder Boy does a lot for us. He does. And uh, it's kind of interesting because we had a discussion on the podcast not too long ago about if you had like a you know a lump of cash dropped in your lap, what would you do with it? And I still can't figure out his answer. No, I can't either. But. Um, you got to go we back decided, in time and listen to that. For we that decided show. to just bypass the cash. And uh, today on this show, my friend, you are the proud owner of a 1976 Ranchero. Oh, right. I'm go- I have the title right here in my hand, and I'm going to put my name on the back that uh, releases it into your possession. So, Wonder Boy will be cruising around in a 351. Windsor, 1976, Ranch Arrow. Cool. So, Merry Christmas, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, that's it. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's what I've heard for years. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing about a 76 Ranch Arrow for Wonder Boy, too, is that back in those days, the trucks had full-size beds, so uh, Wonder Boy could actually lay down in it (laughs) because he would need the full-size bed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a good running car. It's, you know, you guys still, the only only, uh, stipulation I'm putting on it is that, and I'll come over and help, but we have to get that thing ready to put in the car show in July. Yeah. But it you, from here on out, it's your call, your the color, whatever you want to do with it. It's all yours. That's See, our. I also need a license and stuff like that. That's yeah, your but that's problem. your problem. <laughs> that's right. Don't that's blame that. Your so it's a little incentive to go get your license. And even your dad keeps saying the same thing. You need to get a license, but I can't get it for you. Well, now he has Take a reason. Take him out and get a license, you bum. Now he has I, a reason hey, to I've get one. Hey, I've taken him there. All right. So anyway, so Merry Christmas to all you guys. Well, we appreciate and, it. Uh, Thank you, too. Thanks, yeah. Thanks girl. So, you too, uh, Big D. Uh, it's been a great year, or half a year. I think we've been going since June, and it's been a lot of fun on the on the podcast, and we got big things coming up in the uh, upcoming year. So, everybody, have a wonderful Christmas out there in podcast land. I want to thank you all for listening in. If it wasn't for you tuning in and, or dialing in or whatever it is you're downloading or whatever it is you do on the computer, uh, the you know, well, we'd still be here. Well, who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> but we, we do appreciate, and we've appreciated all the emails and, and the, the support and the kind words and, and just your interaction with us and... Uh, we, we're always uh, appreciative of that. And so on behalf of everybody, I want to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we will see you next year. <laughs>